This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Not Over It. I'm Becky Kirsch, Managing Editor at Pop Sugar. And I'm Zreen Siki, the Director of Partnerships at Pop Sugar. Well, since last week we were in 2004, this week we've decided to just stay there because it's so nice. Why would we leave? <laughs> yeah, last week we were revisiting Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez's breakup. Now they're back on. But also in 2004, we said goodbye to the show Friends, or we thought we were saying goodbye to the show Friends. But as it turns out, 17 years later, Friends were the friends that never left us. Well, before we get into that, let's pivot into our not over it this week. Get pivot. It. Pivot. <laughs> Becky, what's yours? My not over it um, is the release of the trailer for the movie version of the Broadway musical Dear Evan Hansen. Stay with me. Um, the movie is coming out in September. The movie also stars Ben Platt, who originated the role of Evan Hansen on Broadway. And people had a strong reaction to this trailer for various reasons. A lot of people were upset seeing what it was going to look like of Ben Platt playing a high schooler in the movie, even though he did play a, he, he was still a high schooler in the musical. It was a few years ago, but I think there's something about seeing it, you know, up close and personal on, on the screen versus, you know, far away. Maybe you're not that close to the stage. A lot of times on Broadway, the actors aren't necessarily teenagers. But here it's like we put a wig on Ben Ben Platt and he's in high school. No. Yeah. Well, this is also, you know, as someone that was very confused why people were having so many opinions about it at first. Where I'm like, is he too old and he looks too young? Is he too young and he looks too old? And then you watch the trailer and it's the wig. It's just the wig. If they got rid of that wig, I don't think anyone would really notice because Ben Platt really does look like a child, which he has going for him. He has a very innocent looking face. The wig is like just making it so much worse. That's how I feel, to too. It's like a distraction. It's also right. because he it makes him look differently than he did in the play. It makes him look differently than it does in real life. All of a sudden, it just doesn't. It feels wrong. And to your point, we've had 30 year olds playing teenagers since the beginning of time, then, right. now, in the future, I mean, it goes Forever. all the way back to movies like Grease, where they were all 30, but also, I mean, <laughs> never forget the iconic role of Andrea Zuckerman. Uh, oh, God. I yeah, believe, 902, yes, I believe Gabrielle Cateris was 29 years old, playing a junior in high school. Even on shows like Never Have I Ever, the, the love uh, interest. romantic male lead is 30. 30 yeah. Rachel McAdams was 29 when she was in Mean Girls or something around there. So I no, agree yeah, it's the wig. Is a thing. 
People don't know where to put their emotions, but Ben Ben Platt tweeted about it and then deleted it. Thank you from the bottom of my heart for the outpouring of trailer love yesterday. The film required me to revisit areas of pain, so people excited and moved makes it deeply worth it. P.S. to the randos being jerks about age, read this great article and or watch Grease. And he linked to an article. Mm -hmm. But I mean, I don't know if like turning people to Grease is like exactly the right way to go because those people did look even 50. But no, yeah, they definitely looked older. But I assume that's how everybody looked in high school in the 50s because they're all smoking 100 cigarettes. <laughs> we, weren't, we weren't there. We can't we can't prove anything based on how many cigarettes they smoke. I feel like their faces made sense there. Yeah. Well, and on the side of this, there's also a lot of people who didn't understand what Dear Evan Hansen was about. So that opened well, up a, whole, a, completely different a whole other can of worms <laughs> and is probably something we'll be talking about and dissecting until September. But um, until then, what is your not over it for the week? Um, my not over it is uh, about the new Pamela Anderson, Tommy Lee project that's coming out on Hulu, but mostly it's about Courtney Love hating this project already. Um, so this is, um, you know, Sebastian Stan and, and Lily James are, are playing Tommy Lee and Pamela Anderson. This is a, a project coming out on Hulu and, and they have kind of billed this as a comedic limited series on the true story behind the release of the first ever viral video in history the sex tape of pamela anderson and tommy lee which is a very very confusing thing to make a comedy about but sure seth rogan let's let's go for it but i think the weirdest thing is how much courtney love just has so many opinions and also she is like shaming lily james for doing this which I know you and I discussed earlier, but it's like James, Lily James is just an actress. Like she didn't come up with this idea. This wasn't like her brainchild. She's just trying to get work work in. And also, if you're gonna if you're gonna blame Lily James just because she's blaming Pamela Anderson, like you should include everyone else who's involved. With, particularly as you mentioned, Seth Rogen, who is producing this, and or the writers. Like blame Hulu. I don't think the actors are the ones who are right, necessarily. Yeah. That's not the head of the dragon here. It's been, it's been a weird year for Lily James. She can't seem to get any positive press. <laughs> no, but also Courtney Love deleted the con- the Facebook post already, which is interesting. Well, probably because it doesn't. She was blaming someone that like. Also, she was like, "Shame on Lily James, whoever the fuck she is." You're like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, because she said that, it sort of like undermined the the rest of her point, which I think is valid. So. She's just trying to protect her friend, Pamela Anderson. But this this project is getting a lot of attention they, because they Lily do James look a lot. Yeah. looks nothing like herself. And I think people are just like real, real hot on Sebastian Stan after um, Falcon and Winter Soldier because they finally cut that character's hair and gave him a personality. And now people are like, <laughs> oh, and like, hello. You had no idea you look like this. Yeah. Someone who yeah, hasn't... Yeah. Watched Gossip Girl, I guess. Oh, yeah. I forgot he was on that show. <laughs> that's still like... that. That That's still my original Sebastian Stan. It's Carter Bazin forever. That's not. how you identify Sebastian <laughs> Stan, even though that's, he's been in all these Marvel movies. That's, that's how that's Sebastian Stan... I mean, come on. Like, Winter Soldier, he barely had any lines other than I'm going to get murdered for saying this, but... He wasn't really okay, but no one is looking at Sebastian Stan being like the guy from Gossip Girl. <laughs> it's like, um, I think we both know that's not true. A lot of people yeah. are no, just you, <laughs> Becky Kirsch. But he was on Gossip Girl such a long time ago, and w- tell me one thing Sebastian Stan did between Gossip Girl and he was on some talk show where he flirted with Sharon Stone. Does that count as a project? I feel like I've seen you all my life. 
And here you are in person, and you look so great. You're a joke! You're ridiculous! You're fully going for it! You're actually going for it! I love it! I think that was also when he was promoting um, his... Mar- Listen, I'm sure he's a great guy. He's very good-looking. He's but very, yes, very his original... He's originally... He came into my life in Gossip Girl, and that's... If you don't know who he is, just get on TikTok, and all you'll see is videos of him and Anthony I Mackie. mean, that's all I see. Oh, are you, have you finally gotten there? Because I've been asking you about this for weeks. When when will you get there? My TikTok feed is now just infiltrated by Anthony Mackie, which for some reason also includes Sebastian Stan. I'm a fan of both, so I don't mind, but yes, I'm there now. Sebastian Stan. Man, you're looking good. Sebastian Stan. Man, you're looking good. Man, <laughs> oh man. You're going to get arrested. <laughs> I love Anthony Mackie. If you know, you know. Um, Getting into what we're actually talking about today, we are, you know, we're we're talking about our friends that we've missed. Uh, more specifically, the Friends reunion special that is coming out on HBO Max on May 27th, also known as the one when they, the one where they get back together. You know, for a little bit of background on the reunion, it's an unscripted event. It's not like I think a lot of people were thinking they were coming back to have some kind of hour long episode or some kind of like mini series where they were all going to kind of revive their characters which is not what's happening Thankfully. which i i prefer yeah <laughs> i'm like please don't do this no they what they're gonna be, be like different. will and grace which like i know that was a su- successful reboot where they're like we're just gonna pretend how it ended is not how it ended and we're gonna do this you will instead. ignore everything so, i yeah. don't think no one no one wants to see that no um you think you do but you don't you don't no you don't nobody does and i think there was They've been talking about this for so long now because it had to be pushed back because of the pandemic. It was like, oh, this much, right. this much anticipated reunion. And, you know, as you said, we weren't totally sure what to expect, but they did release a trailer for this that really makes it clear what this is. And they have basically the cast back on their old set, like the Warner Brothers studio lot. So they're in the apartments. Yeah. Uh, they're sitting on that orange couch. And even though I I feel like as fans or even, you know, just as people who are consuming a lot of pop culture, it seems like they are, you know, quote unquote, reuniting with each other a lot, mostly because Courtney Cox and Jennifer Aniston, specifically those two, but also other ones, um, have stayed friends this whole time. And like, you see them in groups, but right. They really haven't had all of them together in a long time, especially not on TV where we, we can see it. Yeah, we haven't seen them on screen together as the friends in a really long time. So I think that in itself creates a lot of hype, which is, I mean, it is exciting. Listen, we watched the trailer of them kind of reenacting some of these like iconic moments, like playing Ross's trivia game. And and it is it is cute to see. And it does bring back. I mean, this show was like such a large part of our lives. And there's so many things from it that people still hold on to. It's a, It's a comfort thing, similar to like. The Office, where if I don't know what to put on, I'll put on an episode, a few episodes of Friends, and I just like feel better. Yeah, it still it still makes me laugh. I mean, I know this is like not uh, hot, popular. I mean, it's like as they would say, chuggy. But this is still my favorite show of all time. <laughs> like when people are like, when you go on an island and you can only watch one show, I'm like, it's definitely oh, yeah. Friends. I've seen all the episodes a million times, hundred times over. Yeah, I could so like I remember, you know. My friends owning when you could own the whole they they sold the whole thing have, as like a DVD I set. All, I have all of those. I have all all the seasons at my parents' house. We don't have a DVD player, so I don't know what to do with them. But I still have all of them. And no, that was like an investment possession. because there's right so next many to Mrs. Doubtfire VHS. <laughs> 
But <laughs> yeah, I mean, prized. I think there's there's so many episodes and there's so like, I mean, there's so many lines and jokes that just became part of culture, became part of pop culture that are still referenced all the time. I mean, like, can I be wearing any more clothes? <laughs> all the time. Everyone's always talking about, could I be wearing, wearing any more clothes? Or even like when I see someone wearing a lot of layers, it's like, oh, do you like Joey? Putting on all of Chandler's yeah. clothes. Like when people well, have a lot of stuff. So, yeah, there's just a lot of things people can keep continue to reference. And I think when we, this reunion was first announced, I think I I take it back to the Sex in the City, you know, revival. And I'm sort of like, no, don't ruin friends. But now after watching the trailer, I'm like, okay, maybe I'd be into this because they're not like actually playing their characters. And they you get to kind of experience the nostalgia with them and them kind of talking about what it's like to revisit the set a hundred years later. Um, the guest stars are a little bit strange. Um, that is something <laughs> that I <laughs> can't quite understand why. Mostly, like, I understand having guest stars of, you know, certain people that were on the show, like Reese Witherspoon, she played Jennifer Anderson's sister. So I get it, you know, having her on as a guest. Um, but then I get, like, why would Justin Bieber be a guest star? Kid Harrington. Would- I mean... Yeah, like what? John Snow, like, what's your opinion on Friends? Like, it's very like BTS confusing. Were any of yeah. them even like alive? Are they the gonna perform? Like- I'm guessing based on the trailer, and some of them, as you said, like James Corden is doing a Q and A with them, so that makes right. sense. And they showed, you know, the reveal of Tom Selleck who played Richard and uh, Maggie Wheeler <sighs> who played Janice, and you're sort of like, oh, okay, they were on the show. But then also Malala will be there. I don't know <laughs> when, what capacity, but I assume it's going to be in sort of one of those, you know, live via Zoom, not live, but like they called in some video like that you get at your bat mitzvah. It's, it's like, that's- hey, friends, I just want to say you all look amazing. I'll never forget my favorite episode. Like Ross and Rachel were definitely on a break. Um, and it's going to be like quick hits of like, aren't you so excited to learn that? Jon Snow loves Game of Thrones. Yeah, I don't know I why. Can't. He's really the he's the the most wild to me for some reason. He is list. more wild than Malala used to. No, sorry. Oh, no. Malala. Here, I well, like... I don't know. <laughs> <That is> like... <laughs> Kit Harrington just seems like someone to me who like never knew Friends existed because he's like in his own world. Kit Harrington is an actor. Of course he knows Friends existed. Malala, you I'm like very confused where this connect is happening. Um, we do have to address it. A lot of people weren't thrilled um with a lot of the guest stars also just because it's a lot of white people again. Well, and specifically, I there's no black people. There's zero black people. Yes. But I think part of that is because the show did not have a lot of black people on the show throughout the years. And maybe that's why it was harder for them to get. Yeah, I don't think they were like, OK, well, we weren't on it then. Why would we come on it now? Which is totally valid. Um, but yeah, that is this this guest list is very, very confusing in general but i also think to your point maybe it'll just be like little bits of like justin bieber being like me and Haley just discovered friends in 2020 during the pandemic did you we had no idea the show existed and now our favorite episode is whatever no first of all Haley baldwin's uncle alec baldwin was on friends so she's definitely aware but her name wasn't listed so i don't (laughs) know if she knew did you say they don't talk they They definitely talk. talk Have you met Alec Baldwin's wife? I think he's very busy. He's not talking to anyone besides Hillary. <laughs> Hillary definitely loves friends. Uh, excuse you, Hilaria. No, I mean, I was... <laughs> she was known <laughs> as Hillary to me. Um, 
Something else that I was excited about from this trailer that they only showed for a second was what appeared to be a fashion show of models on a runway showing off some of the most iconic fashions from the show, like Rachel's little Bo Peep costume and the holiday armadillo. There's a lot of room there for other things they could bring in. Ross's leather pants, like someone hobbling around wearing that. that. But there's a lot of interesting things that they can. Also, anything that Phoebe wore, really. Yeah, Phoebe had a lot of great looks. I mean, people are still now trying to recreate the style. Of the Rachel, everybody still wants the Rachel. Do the they? Rachel hair. The 90s are back. So, I mean, a lot of the outfits are definitely, Rachel definitely had some like chokers and I feel like slip dresses. Remember that whole episode where she wears a slip dress? Where she's wearing an underwear, actually, but she's calling it a slip dress. <laughs> where she's like, Getting ready for Joshua to come over, and then his parents walk in. Joshua. 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 Josh. Ooh. Josh. Ooh. Joshua. Josh. Okay, let's take a break, and then when we come back, we are going to discuss some of our favorite episodes of all time, and this is not an easy one to narrow down. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Okay, so we went back and forth on a few different ways we could talk about our favorite episodes. We talked about ranking them, but then we thought maybe we would have the same ones. We also talked about what are some of our favorite guest stars. We also had so many Thanksgiving episodes that we loved. So we decided what was most fair was to break out our favorites into a few different categories just to make it easier on ourselves. And also there are so many episodes on, of the show, it's impossible to really narrow it down to just a few, but we did our best. So every year friends had an iconic Thanksgiving episode. It was like their thing. It, because the show was on Thursday nights, it aired a new episode on Thanksgiving every year, which was like kind of crazy. Like most shows take a break during a holiday But I remember, you know, after Thanksgiving, it was like, we all got to gather around and watch whatever Thanksgiving episode of Friends we're going to see tonight. Also, sometimes ER had Thanksgiving episodes, you know, NBC, I kind of like what you were doing there in the 90s. So let's start there. I also now in the past couple of years, as a tradition, I've like tried to binge all the Thanksgiving episodes the night before, which Uh, I recommend. Oh, that's fun. We like to keep them on during the day when we're like cooking and stuff on one TV or something, which is always fun. It's like an easy, safe TV show to have on with family, which I also appreciate. Friends was doing something right, I will say. So what what would you say is your favorite Thanksgiving-themed episode of Friends? 
I mean, it's really hard to pick, as you've said, of one million times. But I do think the one with the rumor, a.k.a. Mm -hmm. the one with Brad Pitt um, visiting them at Thanksgiving is one of my favorite episodes because there's so much happening there. And I think at the time that the episode aired, you know, Brad and Jen were just like so shiny and pretty. I mean, they're all pretty, but it was just at the height. And I think Brad Pitt, I loved that he came on the episode and his character hated Jennifer Aniston's like mm-hmm. character, which was the best. Rachel Green. <laughs> oh, oh, that's right. Are, are you going to be okay? Oh, I'll, I'll be fine. It's just, God, I hate her, Ross. I hate her. <laughs> and I also love the fact that Phoebe was obsessed with him because she just thought he was so handsome. I have to yeah. say that's that's my favorite. Just all the characters characteristics of like everybody kind of reacting to Brad Pitt. I also love this episode. It was, in addition to it being hilarious of seeing them hate each other, it also, you don't get to see Brad Pitt doing that much straight, straight comedy like that. So that in and of itself right. was a treat. Um, and, you know, even just hearing him with some of these lines, he's like, Rachel Green, and you're Rachel Hare. And then he's like doing a an impression like of her, like yeah. hair flip. I said it was typical. Typical of you, Rachel Green, Queen Rachel, does whatever she wants in the little Rachel land. I agree. It's a, it's a, it's a little weird to revisit now, but at the time, it meant it's, a lot it's to us. Still, it still holds up, you know? still holds uh, up so well. I had a hard time narrowing this down because I really do love the one when they play football a oh, lot. The Geller like Cup. There's so many good lines, especially when Joey and Chandler are competing for that girl. And he th- yes. and she says, I'm Dutch. And then he's like, I'm Joey. And then she says her name and he goes, I'm sorry, Dutch. I didn't quite get the second <laughs> part of your name. <laughs> um, but God. I had to pick the one where Ross got high, which is <laughs> oh, also yes. um, maybe more known as the one where Rachel puts beef in the trifle, because I feel like oh, that one yeah. has so many things oh, my going on. Joey just like, meat, good. What's not to like? Custard, good. Jam, good. Meat, good. Jam, good. Beef, good. <laughs> yeah, and then Ross says, it tastes like feet. But also, the whole, um, there's like a great scene where um, Monica and Ross are going back and forth, revealing all the things that they've kept from their parents all these years. Because it starts oh, with them not yeah. knowing that Ross got high. And then he's like, Hurricane Gloria didn't break the porch swing. Monica did. And then they're all like bursting out. And I Phoebe's love like, I love Jacques Cousteau. Yeah. 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 Well, Hurricane Gloria didn't break the porch swing. Monica did. <laughs> Ross hasn't worked at the museum for a year. <laughs> Monica and Chandler are living together. <laughs> I want to go. It's a great, it's a great episode, and just in general. Also, the one with Monica with the turkey on her head—that was also a great one. Where they're going, thinking about all the past Thanksgivings. Oh yeah, I love the revisiting of like the high school video where before Rachel got her nose job. (laughs) Oh yeah, (laughs) her old nose. I mean that that showed up in a lot of them. Um, Yeah. 
Also, that the episode where they go to the prom, the prom video is also very iconic because that was the episode that introduced the concept of being lobsters. He's her lobster. <laughs> oh, yes. Of Ross yes. and Rachel being lobsters, which has also still very much become a woven in part of our pop oh, yeah. culture. Um, okay. So that's Thanksgiving. Let's now talk about some of our favorite guest stars on the show. There were so, so, so many. So the challenge here is what is your favorite episode that features a guest star? Okay. There are so many. I do have to give an honorable mention to the one with the roommate, Eddie, (laughs) (laughs) who they basically had to gaslight at the end and just convince him that he didn't live there, which was amazing. It was Adam um, Goldberg. Yes, Adam, played by Adam Goldberg. But he I was think- in a couple episodes, I think. Where I I most remember that he put um he had a a fish tank and then the fish died and he put a goldfish in there and was like, look yes. at him, he's not so yes, lifeless. Yes, yes. <laughs> Chandler's just like, oh my god, this is how I die. Right. Um, but I think my favorite episode with a guest star stars is the one with the ultimate fighting champion. And the best part is that the guest stars have nothing to do with the entire episode, which is also great. But at the very first of all, how dare you? John Favreau definitely had something to do with that episode. (laughs) Even though I know he's not the guest star. He's not the guest star. He was in a few episodes. Um, Crazy billionaire. But um, at the beginning of that episode, Billy Crystal and Robin Williams plop down in Central Perk on that big couch and are having a very intense conversation and also have weird accents. But I just loved that entire thing because they're just too such an iconic duo and it always like cracks me up i have a feeling i my wife is sleeping with her gynecologist <laughs> how do you know well you know he's got access you know? <laughs> you know it's a feeling you get you know like when you go bowling and you know you're in somebody else's shoes that's the one watching the friends kind of react to billy crystal and robin williams it's just fun Exciting yeah, I feel, I feel like it was like a backdoor promotion for that movie Father's Day. Yeah, we were in together. <laughs> yeah, it was. It totally was. But I have to but, say yeah. that's my fave. That I mean, was there's like, so many guest stars. It's hard to like. Remember Danny DeVito playing the stripper and he cries. Oh, I love that episode. It's so good. Well, I also loved both um, Reese Witherspoon and Christina Applegate in their respective episodes playing Rachel's sisters. They were both. Oh yeah, so good. And did, that was also a Thanksgiving episode when um, Christina Applegate just like refuses to acknowledge their baby or Ross or Phoebe. <laughs> yeah, she just ignores everybody. But Christina just Applegate like, did so well in that. So rude. But my uh, favorite guest appearance was also similar to yours. Was sort sort of like the straight up like we have these guests for for the gag of it, and that was in the first season. They had George Clooney and Noah Wiley guest star on an episode of Friends, not as their characters from ER, but like basically it was definitely, you know, this was the original Station 19 Grey's Anatomy crossover. Why would you taint Friends like that? How dare you? This is so (laughs) rude. But no, because pl- that was that's a horrible comparison. I feel triggered by that. Don't bring but that's what, this 19- is what I'm saying. This was NBC being like, oh, here's how we can do some great promotion for for both these shows. Also, the ER cast um, had a reunion recently, and they were talking about how they shot their show right next door to Friends. Oh, but God. they said they said there was a lot more laughter on the set of ER than on Friends. Oh, shade. But I I love this, and it was also. The setup of it was that they played doctors and that Monica and 
Rachel were like going on dates with them because they were definitely the cutest doctors on ER for me. So this was an organic partnership. And I love that. And you know how often I love to visit ER. So that holds a special place in my heart. I do also weirdly love the episode where Freddie Prince Jr. plays their nanny and he's like playing the recorder. I know. Oh my god, I forgot he he was on that, and and that was just like problematic because people were like weirded out that he was a male nanny. No, and of course, like <laughs> remember uh, what a different time. Of course, like now everyone <laughs> talked about you know Paul Rudd, Paul Rudd and his like guest star arc, but at the time Paul Rudd had not been doing too much since he was in Clueless and was sort of just like oh Josh from Clueless is on Friends now. That's interesting. And he became oh yeah crazy famous after he was on Friends. So now when you look back on it, you just assume that he's, you know, been this Marvel Ant-Man level of fame this whole entire time. But that sort of was his no. reintroduction into the world of, you know, all those comedies that he was in with Jason Segel and Seth Rogen and Okay, I think this is a good time to take a break. And when we get back, we'll talk about the episode that shocked us the most and then the very, very hard all-time favorite episode that we each have. Okay, when it comes to favorite shocking moments, I mean, there are so many. There are so many cliffhangers. There were surprise proposals, surprise weddings, surprise Pregnancies. I'm pregnant. Yeah. Um, for me, it was the season finale when Ross and Emily are getting married in London. And then the episode ends with Ross saying, I, Ross, take thee, Rachel. I, Ross. I, Ross. Take thee, Emily. Take thee, Rachel. And then that was the end of the season. And I just remember going to school the next day and people (laughs) being like, oh, my God, can you believe what happened on Friends? It was you will never believe it because this was like, you know, people were so invested in Ross and Rachel and yeah, we're not expecting, you know, it seemed like he was marrying someone else and for it to end that way and then to be like, what's going to happen? Are they going to end up together? Also, oh like, God. Ross, you're so stupid. No, when you watch it back now, you're like, Ross is the worst. No, he is so <laughs> awful. Like, this poor woman, then he's, she, like, locks herself in the bathroom at her whole reception and it's like, of course she does. Like, what's wrong with you? Um, yeah, he sucks. So that's mine. I still love him, though. What's yours? Um, I think mine has to be the one in Vegas where Ross and Rachel end up married. <laughs> I'm like, hello, Mr. Rachel. Hello, Mrs. Ross. Hello, Mrs. Ross. <laughs> hello, Mr. Rachel. Monica and Chandler, they get to the chapel and then they see Ross and Rachel walking out drunk with like Sharpie mustaches. Um, right. And they'd been fighting the whole you. episode. So you really weren't <laughs> yeah. expecting this to be where that was going. That I think has to be one of my favorite shocking moments after that. And I was just like, wait, what? They're married? Ross cannot stop getting married. My God. Um, and also honorable mention to the shock of when they switched apartments, which after they played that whole game show, then they actually had to switch switch apartments, which is not really one of the most shocking moments. But I just wanted to talk about that episode because it's such a good one with the embryos where they're playing is, where they're playing the game show and they're learning so much about each other. And it made everyone want to play that game show with their own friends. 
Oh yeah, and that's when Rachel's also like trans. Trans. He's a. He's a. Was like, what does Chandler do? He's a trans. Trans. He's a trans monster. Oh, oh, oh! He's a trans monster. Trans monster. <laughs> that's not even a word. <laughs> yeah, that is. I mean, that's also still when you don't know what someone's job is. You're like, I don't know. They're trans monster. <laughs> yeah, it's still. It's like all the time. How many kinds of towels do they have? Fancy guest. Fancy guest. Or which like TV guide? Who gets it? Ad- who gets? Who has like the TV guide addressed to them? And what's the Mr. name? Mr. Chandler Bong. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, I think I think also when anytime there's trivia questions or quizzes about friends, a lot of those come from from that episode. It's definitely yeah a very beloved one. I would say that's my second favorite episode of all time. But this brings us to the final category: oh, yes. all time favorite episode. Gozerine, what's your all-time favorite episode? Okay, I do have to give an honorable mention to one because I hold it dear in my heart. Um, the one at the beach where Rachel convinces Ross's girlfriend Bonnie to shave her oh head. God, so savage. That was I, also a guest star. Who's also a guest star? I hold that one close to my heart, but I think my favorite all-time episode has to be the one with Ross's sandwich where he's completely <laughs> losing his mind the entire episode. The moist maker? The moist maker. And then has to go to anger management because of how my sandwich sandwich <laughs> you 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 threw my sandwich away my sandwich my sandwich it's so good it's just so I think that is that also the episode where maybe he finds out about yeah I, yeah it might be like the next one where he's like <laughs> they gave me a pill for it like it's yeah. all right. He's like, like super mellowed out, and they're like, "Oh God, he cannot find out right now. He cannot find." Oh out my God, right wait! Now. I do also love the episode. That's oh God. I have too many. I do also love the episode where everyone finds out. Where yeah, that's one of the best. Where especially when they're in the uh, apartment across the street, and then Rachel and um, Phoebe start jumping up and down. They're like, "Oh my God!" We're so excited for this apartment. apartment. <laughs> but when Chandler and Phoebe are just trying to pretend that they're trying to seduce each other, but they're also no, just I trying to chicken Do they out. know that we know that they know? <laughs> but see, they don't know that we know that they know. <laughs> so... Ah, uh, yes. The messers become the messies. Right. <laughs> and he like, he's like, open your, show your bra. I can't work bras. <laughs> scared of him. <laughs> I was just like, I'm very much looking forward to us having sexual intercourse. <laughs> It's like one okay. of the best episodes. Like, okay. The episodes had so many funny moments. She's like, I, I thought I, I, I thought I'd dance for you. That entire exchange of also just Rachel and Joey being like, "What do you know? Do you know? They don't oh, know don't. that do we know? know. They know we know." Um, but my my number one favorite episode, which is like has been my favorite since it aired, and I think is like the most classic, and it just gave us so much, was the one where no one's ready, where. Ross is trying to get everyone to come to his benefit and the whole episode takes place over like an hour and he's trying to get everyone ready in time and everyone's being ridiculous and Joey and Chandler are fighting over a chair and then Joey comes back with all Chandler's clothes on. Look at me, I'm Chandler. Could I be wearing any more clothes? And then Ross and Rachel are fighting and Joey makes... Ross. Monica keeps uh, <laughs> leaving those messages on on Richard's machine, and she's like, "Anyway, I'm breezy." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, you can't say you're breezy. That <laughs> negates the breezy. I'm breezy. <laughs> you 
hey, you can't say you're breezy. That that totally negates the breezy. I'm breezy. But then, yeah, Ross has to drink the fat, the glass of fat that Monica has oh, in, yeah. the, in the thing. But I let's see what else he'll do. It's like just a vanilla milkshake. <laughs> She's like, you're going to drink the fat. But yeah, I just like that that whole episode really was just about their interactions with each other and so many great one-liners and... You know, I think the episodes where they just interact with each other and they're in one space the entire time for whatever reason do seem to be the best because the chemistry that they all had together watching them interact as friends was like obviously the best part of the show. And I find it it's always like the funniest. That episode I think is one of the best episodes of, you know, the entire series. Right, and really showcased all their different personalities like when Phoebe <laughs> changes and then she just puts this giant like christmas <laughs> ribbon Bo. over her she's like monica didn't have anything but she had this christmas ribbon and they're all like uh and they're just like okay fine like great like, like phoebe go great for good it. for phoebe no, rachel's like yeah. i'm just gonna catch up on my correspondence <laughs> oh yeah that was the other great line she's like i'm not gonna go i think that would accomplish the not going how how um how can you not be going i'm not gonna go so i think that will accomplish the not going <laughs> Just such a good one. <laughs> no, I'm just like, yeah. It, it. I feel like that episode really like showcases every character's like very distinct personality of like how neurotic Ross is, and like I don't know, just all of them. It's amazing. That was a great, great episode, and, and it still holds no, up every time. Every time it. you rewatch it, even when you know every line before they're going to say it, it still, it still makes you laugh. That's the thing about the show. It's so classic. It's just a classic. I think I have to pick Friends over The Office for like <laughs> in terms of in terms of like what shows that i watch when i put on to feel happy i actually think friends does a better it seems like now everyone's watching new girl oh yes i i re-watched that during quarantine and that also made me very happy but um yeah but new girl i don't love all the characters that's the difference you know, i don't love the new girl as much as i love yeah, everyone else but um yeah, yeah but i mean it's issue. just it's really just crazy to me that 17 years later i mean we're still talking about this show with this level of like excitement and nostalgia, but also it's not just shared by the people who are watching the show in real time, but people who, you know, maybe weren't even born when this show was on. It's a whole new generation of fans now, which is no. And I this show speaks. was aired so much earlier than the office or new girl or any of these other shows. So the fact, I mean, it wasn't like no one's going back and watching, you know, Seinfeld is so great. And, you know, cheers is, iconic for some people but no one's going back and watching those shows it doesn't have the same it doesn't yeah, blanket it doesn't hold up in the level same way. of appreciation um and love and nostalgia no. which is why hbo uh, is bringing them back together because they know people are going to watch it yeah and they're doing it in the right way and to me, i just don't want ever want to see them like dressed up as their characters again <laughs> i feel very advent about that <laughs> let's go to our burning questions are you ready for your burning question Okay. Okay, it's time for dessert, Zerine. Um, Here are your choices. Oh, God. Would you rather eat Rachel's Thanksgiving trifle, which, to remind you, contains a layer of ladyfingers, a layer of jam, custard, which she made from scratch, raspberries, more ladyfingers, beef sautéed with peas and onions, a little more custard, sliced bananas, and then some whipped cream on top? Or would you rather eat the best cheesecake in New York, but you have to eat it off the floor? Oh, I mean that cheesecake off the floor. 100 out of 100 times. That cheesecake looks so delicious. Now I want cheesecake now. I'm about to order Magnolia Bakery now because of that. That cheesecake looks so good. 
DJ, play Smelly Cat. Smelly Cat, Smelly Cat, what are they feeding you? Everybody! Smelly Cat, Smelly Cat, it's not your fault. Monica! They won't take you to If you like this episode, be sure to subscribe, rate, and review. Have something to share? Email us at notoveritatpopsugar.com. Not Over It is a podcast from Pop Sugar and iHeartRadio. It is hosted by me, Becky Kirsch, and Zareen Siddiqui. Our producer is Emily Feld. Our editor is John Ross. Our executive producers are Lisa Sugar and Brett Kushner. Thanks for listening.